Praise the Lord. I wish to thank the vicar and the chaplaincy for the privilege to stand here to share the word of God. I feel so incompetent. And that's when God shows up. Amen? Praise the Lord. Our topic is walk by faith. Walk by faith. And the Bible passage that I'll just read it again. Matthew chapter 21. I'll take just a few there, the anchor verses. And Jesus said, verse 21, and Jesus answered them, Truly I say to you, if you have faith, a firm, relying trust. This is amplified. If you have faith, a firm, relying trust, and do not doubt, you will not only do what has been done to the fig tree, but even if you say to this mountain, be taken up, and cast into the sea, it will be done. And whatever you ask for in prayer, having faith, and really believing, really believing, you will receive. And when he entered, no, we we'll stop there. Praise the Lord. So, 
what is faith? We go to the um, Hebrews 11. Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. For me, verse 8 tells me about faith. Hebrews 11, verse 8. By faith, Abraham, when he was called to go out to a place which he should after receive for an inheritance, obeyed. And he went out not knowing whither he went. He was called. He received that call. He obeyed it and went not knowing whither he went. So it was what he heard that was the substance. And um, Romans ten seventeen, faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. So without hearing, it's difficult to have faith. And where we read in Matthew talked about believing. And Oswald Smith brought it out very nicely. Where he was talking in the book, The Salvation of God. And he says, what does it mean to believe? He says, uh, there are three steps in saving faith. The first two will not save, but the third will. The first two, hear. How shall they believe except they hear? So there must be that hearing of the word of God, of course. Then the second one, believing, which he said um, is the ascent of what you have heard. You believe it. That also, because it's, um, it's an intellectual belief, it does not also save. The third one is the trust. And he went to town to explain it. Trust excludes effort, implies committal, and takes action. And then he gave an example of that. It requires action, the third one. And he talked about Charles Blodden, 
the tightrope walker. The date is June 38, 1858. Balancing his 40-pound pole, he steps on the rope and starts across. While the voices of the throngs are hushed until he triumphantly places his foot on the further bank, a great cheer rises even above the noise of the cataract itself. This was him crossing the Niagara Falls. After he crossed, there were spectators, you know, that held their breath, and he went over that, and they applauded him. Then turning to the sea of faces, he now makes a thrilling proposal. He offers to recross the cataract with a man on his back. So he went to one of them, do you believe I'm able to carry you across? I certainly do, the man replied. Will you let me? Inquires the hero. Will I let you? Well, hardly. You don't think I am going to risk my life like that, do you? Then he goes to his manager. Do you believe I can carry you across? I believe. In fact, I have no doubt. I have no doubt about it at all. Answered the manager, call God. Will you trust me? I will. Breathlessly, the people watched. The 30-foot pull is balanced. They start. And the great rope tightens beneath their weight. Step after step. Slow but sure, without hesitation. They move along. What confidence. The center is reached. They are, about, they are above the rushing, boiling, foam-covered water. The ugly rocks beneath, poised as it were, in mid-air. Now they are Nearing the Canadian side, a great hush falls on the sighted crowd. The people hold their breath. The strain is terrific. Suddenly, there is a pause. Some gambler had cut the guideline, and the rope was swaying, swaying fearfully. Blood and tells Corcord to dismount, which he does, standing on one foot on the rope and his hands on Blodden's shoulders. Harry, says Blodden, you are no longer Corcord. The hero was telling the manager, Corcord, you are no longer Called. You are now Blondin. Be part of me. If I swear, sway with me. Do not try to balance 
or we will both be dead. Call, call climbs back. The rope sways widely and blunder begins running. How he keeps his balance, no one knows. But he does. And at last, they are over. The final step is taken. And they stand once more on terra firma. Praise the Lord. This is faith. When we, the object of faith is our God. When we know God through his word, and we're able to rely on that word without wavering. We read, if you have faith and do not doubt, God doesn't need our help. No wonder we are told unless we are like children. Children don't analyze stuff. You tell them something, they just believe you like that. I had um, an interesting experience many years back. Bonke came and we went for the program. And as I was going home, I went to my brother's place. And my little niece was about seven, eight. This was about 11 p.m. Auntie, I want to go with you. And sarcastically, I said, come now. I mean... And there she was coming confidently. And I said, Would you, you don't mean that. And Brother Daniel that was in the car said, That's the faith. She believed your word. May we come to that point where we take the word of God as the word of God. The God that called the things that we are not as though they were and they were. He has put his word above his name. So we can really trust him for his word. Jesus said, why do you call me Lord, Lord, and you do not do what I say? And said, he that hears and does is like one who builds a house on the rock. The rains come, the floor comes, and it stands. In the world we have tribulation, but Jesus said, be of good cheer. It's only our faith in God that in the midst of the trouble will be of good cheer. Because it's no more us living. It is Christ. We know that it's Christ that is living in us. And that Jesus has totally, permanently defeated the devil. That's an eternal truth. That we may know this truth. That it will garrison our hearts. You know, when Paul will pray that I may know you and the power of your word. I used to think, with all that Paul knew and did, ah, ah, but there's more. There is more. May God give us such 
hunger and thirst for his word. Job said, I have valued your word more than the necessary meal. I've been longing. If I'm hungry, can I go to the word? Haven't succeeded. To my own hurt. But may God help me. May God help us. To so grasp the word and rely on that word. The world will take us over that cataract, the Niagara Falls of this life. There is insecurity we need to hear. We need to hear. God is faithful. God is faithful. He said, if my people that are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and forsake, I will hear from heaven, forgive and heal their land. The Lord is waiting on us that that prophecy will come through. He's the God that confirms the words of his ministers. But Elton has said it. God will confirm it, but he needs us to believe it and to obey. What are the... Um, foxes that affect our faith. It was, um, what's his name again? Price, who, I just saw the book, I got it, I haven't quite read it, but the book is Five Little Foxes of Faith. Number one, unforgiveness. Unforgiveness. He says unforgiveness is a snare of our faith. And talked about when Jesus said in the Lord's Prayer, forgive us, we forgive those that have offended us. Jesus came principally to deal with our sins. That God may hear us when we pray. Because as Isaiah 59 tells us, God's hand is not shortened that he cannot save us. His hand is not shortened that he cannot bring his Nigeria to come forth, his Nigerian righteousness. His ears are not stuffed that he cannot hear us. But our sins have separated us that he does not hear. And one thing is He has commanded us to forgive. Now, talking about praying for Nigeria, Jesus said, Pray for your enemies. Now, love your enemies, pray for those that persecute you. Thank God for the prayer this morning. How do we pray for the Muslims? Fire. Fire. Who are we obeying? Jesus said, I didn't come to judge. He came to save. We are still in that dispensation of the salvation by Lord Jesus. And when our commander says we should pray for, it's not for us to tell him to kill them because of their wickedness. 
Yes, it's difficult. But if he commanded that, then we must obey our, command, our commander. The difference is love. You know, some of the testimonies of the, some Muslims that gave their life, what touched them was the love of Christ revealed to them. How do they see us praying prayers of condemnation? May the Lord help us to pray right that God's Nigeria will come forth in the name of our Lord Jesus. So unforgiveness is a snare to our faith. It's not just with the Muslims. With ourselves, somebody hurts you, it's difficult. Jesus said, without me you can do nothing. And somebody said, forgiveness is supernatural. It helped me when I heard that message and got the um, book. Forgiveness is supernatural. You know, Jesus commands we will forgive. It's for us to agree with him. Then he does it in us. The man said that the spiritual heart is in the belly. And so when we have an issue, put your hand over your belly out of your belly will flow rivers of living water. So you put your hand over your belly to remind you that Jesus, that you have enthroned Lord in your heart, is there. Shut your eyes and just concentrate and hand over the matter to him, the forgiver. He that forgave on the cross in the height of pain he forgave, he asked God to forgive those that we are crucifying and, you know, saying all sorts of things against him. If he did it in pain, and he commands us to do it, and that he will help us, the choice is ours. But when we decide to forgive and let him do it, we'll be shocked as it is. Because he has done it. That thing that seems unforgivable, leave it with the Lord Jesus. For your own name's sake, I mean for your own sake, so that the door is open for intimacy with the Lord. Let's not shut the door because of what anybody may have done. Unforgiveness is a snare to our faith. Two, worry. Worry means you're not trusting God enough. He called it the sin of not trusting God. And we saw from the rope climber, it's the question of relying on the Lord. It's not easy when circumstances like the insecurity here and there, it's not easy. But one scripture that has helped me is St. John's Gospel 14, 26, I think. 
where Jesus said, the Holy Spirit will teach you all things. All things. The Holy Spirit will teach you. So, when situations arise and they call for worry, let's be deliberate to ask the Lord Holy Spirit to please teach and help us not to worry. And he will. The third thing is fear. Fear is a robbing spirit. God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and sound mind. So again, it's the word that really brings this faith. When things happen and that cause for fear, and we remember the scripture, and key into it, asking the Holy Spirit to help us, then we will receive that spirit that God has given us of love, power, and sound mind. So that rather than fear, we'll have sound mind to hear God for the situation. And that will be our escape. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. The battle for the mind. The battle for the mind. May our minds be renewed. And it's the word of God that renews our mind. And the word tells us that you have the mind of Christ. You have the mind of Christ. So when we meditate on the word and really grab it, then we pull down strongholds and bring our thoughts into captivity to the obedience, obedience, obedience of Christ. A journey of faith is hearing God and obeying him. May the Lord help us in Jesus' name. The fifth little fox is losing hope. By the grace of God, we will not lose hope. Whatever the situation, if we know he in whom we have believed, we will not lose hope. There is this um, Glenda Jackson. Her husband had a terrible um, mental issue. Like the lunatic, really. Very aggressive was in the hospital and they wanted to commit him. She said she prayed. She told the doctors, give me time to pray. I'll answer you if I were great for you to commit him. He sent prayer requests to the churches and their reply was, commit him. She said, thank God for their reply because it made her trust God. So she decided to have a fast. She prayed and the Lord said, bring him to me. Bring him back. So she went to the hospital the following day and said yes to the doctors. Let him become, uh, I agree that he be committed. And I said, oh, very good, very good. She said, but not to you. I'm taking him. And of course, they were irate. We're going to sue you. Said, uh-huh. They said, uh, Hutsu, said Jesus Christ. 
they got really mad with her, that they were going to, uh, you know, sue her and all that. She said, yes, he's my attorney. So, she agreed with the Lord. She heard. She agreed with the Lord to take him home. And she said to the Lord, but I don't have a car. The Lord said, it's all arranged. The following morning, the lady dries up. The Lord sent me to come to you. They went to the hospital, carried her, carried this, the husband. And she got into a 40-day fast. At the end of the 40 days, an angel appeared and gave her a sword to put on the husband. And she went, laid the sword on the husband. And all sorts of demons were getting out. At the end of the day, he was delivered and asked for food. Praise the Lord. This is our God. I will give you the sign so that you will see this is even in our dispensation, in our generation. This is not 1850. This is in the 21st century. Glenda Jackson. Hearing and obeying, that is walking by faith. And there is the faith also is a gift of the Holy Spirit. I will end with my own testimony about gifts of the Holy Spirit, of faith. Two Mondays ago, I was to start on a protocol with Kinsley. I didn't know, well, some servant of God had been touched to come and help us in prayer. And there was this protocol he put us on. And I was wondering, how can Kinsley cope? Seven days fast, from 12 midnight to 6 p.m. Kinsley likes food. <laughs> so, that was an issue. And um, so, some days at the time, I told him, ah, we're going to fast. Oh, okay, fasting. And I was praying. <laughs> I was praying, grace, Lord, grace, Lord. So this Monday morning, I decided to take him to my room so that we'd be together. And um, got him out. He, had, um, he told me that I hadn't tied the trousers. I tied it up. That was all I knew. I don't know what force it was. I mean, in the house I take him even with one hand, you know. I don't know what force it was. I don't know what force it was. All I heard was, Bwah! Both of force on the floor. And the bois was the head. I just was screaming, Jesus Christ is Lord. Jesus Christ is Lord. 
For this reason was the Son of God manifested to destroy the works of the devil. Jesus Christ is Lord. Prayed in the Spirit. Somehow there was this peace inside. That's why I said it was a gift of faith. It wasn't me. You know, scriptures just kept coming and fortunately there's a lady with me that didn't go to work that day. She rushed in, then saw the blood. She was now screaming because of the blood. You know, he was bleeding. <laughs> and you know, mine started going, where do I go to this Monday? Ah, chapel of um, Shepherd Hospital. There was this peace. And the young girl said, Auntie, if we can get a nurse to stitch it so that they... Okay, she started you know, giving compression there. Uh, if we can get a nurse to stitch it. I mean, an unfound doctor, Idoko, I said, Sister, where this happened? She said, um, Mommy, no problem. If we can get a, a nurse to just stop the bleeding. Long story short, I went, got a nurse. She, he had uh, two stitches. And then was placed on antibiotics. You know, my mind went to when Jesus said, let's cross over. You know, to save that lunatic. And the enemy raised a storm. And I said, devil, you chose to, de- to be rebellious to the Lord. I choose to be his servant. Drive that he has ordained, you will not stop. Upon this protocol, we will do it in Jesus' name. So, antibiotics was prescribed. How can he have antibiotics on fasting? So I phoned Dr. Doko. So, well, it's a clean wound. If we could just have a toxoid when you break. I said, okay. So, was given him. And then um, the following morning, I felt him because I didn't give the paracetamol. I forgot. I mean, the thing just escaped from my mind. So in the morning, I said, hey, it looks like he had a little temperature. And I remembered I didn't give uh, paracetamol. I said, God, I'm sorry. And the spirit said, paracetamol and the blood, which one is greater? I said, ah. Father, thank you. So I just, you know, clung to him, pleaded the blood of Jesus and prayed. And that was it. To the glory of God, no paracetamol all through, nothing, the Lord has healed him. We are serving a living God. The thing is to hear and obey. What is that mountain when we hear and obey? Jesus said, speak to the mountain, it will move. You know, talking about Kingsley, the day Brother John had the signs given us chapel of restoration, and we went there. It was on the 16th of the month of April, I think. And as we were driving home, it just hit me. This is 
chapel of restoration. It was exactly 16 years that he was abandoned in the old, old UNTH. And God was taking us to chapel of restoration on the 16th day of the month. God was speaking. So when these things happened, I knew the enemy is trying to challenge God by what a creature to the creator. This is our God. It was exactly 10 years I took him on the 28th of November. And so, something about 10 for me, when I heard um, Rena Bonke talk about when he was young and the Lord told him he was going to use him and he ran to his father excitedly and told him and the father was not excited. He said, you know, I know why my father wasn't. That in Germany, if you're not good in mathematics, you are known as zero. He said, you know, I'm happy I'm zero. Because when Jesus is your Lord, one and zero, you are complete. So when we humble ourselves, see ourselves as zero, and Jesus is Lord, we are complete. This is faith. That he be all and will be nothing. And we let him do that that he wants to do. That we believe him for his word. He has put his word above his name. May the Lord help us. God is waiting on us to have faith for his Nigeria to come forth. God is waiting for us. With Abraham, when he was making intercession for Sodom and Gomorrah, God said, agreed if he found ten people. It means God has not found the number he's looking for in Nigeria so may we really cry out that the Holy Spirit will teach and help us to humble ourselves, forsake our sins, that God will hear from heaven and heal this land, that the land of Nigeria will be for God's glory. It's all by faith. It's all by faith. May we have that faith through the scriptures, May we read and read, meditate, that faith will grow. And may God also graciously give us that faith, that gift of faith for his Nigeria to come forth. May we obey him. Faith works by love. Let's love even our enemies. It's not by might. It's not by power. It's only by the spirit of the living God. Praise the Lord. So our prayer will be that God will help us. Holy Spirit, teach and help us to have faith. To really let go. It's no more us that liveth, but Christ that lives in us. Christ, the word of God. Let's lean on him. And it shall be well with us. It shall be well with our families. It shall be well with the church, 
let the church of Christ come forth. That church that Jesus builds, that the gates of hell shall not prevail. Let's hurt. Let's not hurt about Nigeria because we are affected. That's a problem. When we hurt because God's name is blasphemed by unbelievers. Let that be our hurt. Not because we are suffering, but because Christ pays such a price. Or Dizaka. He is not risen. He is risen. Evidence that he has prevailed. Nigeria will be a testimony to that. May we have faith. Hear the Lord what he's telling us to do. Do it. And it shall come to be. To the glory of our God. In the name of our Lord Jesus. May the could you pray for us? Thank you. Shall we pray? Thank you, Heavenly Father, for keeping us alive and well. And we are here gathered Sunday before Christmas 2023. We can't stop thanking you, God, for your goodness, for your mercy. Thank you for your word that has gone out to us. Thank you, Lord. Enable us, Lord, to keep looking unto Jesus, to keep holding unto your word. And our faith will keep growing. And you've said that faith is not a matter of big quantity. However little that faith is, it can move mountains. Help us, Lord, to hold on to you, to look unto you by faith. And help us, Lord, to live by faith. And it will be well with us. In the name of Jesus, we have prayed. Amen. Amen.